Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Nick Sterling, and Andy Brant Bernard. Special, you can call yourself special guest. Ooh, special. <laughs> special. Very, very special. Yes, yes, special yes. guest, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Going to be a great show today, no question about it. Very quickly, Eric Clapton says, I'm going to cancel shows over the vaccine policy. In other words, he said, you, you, you acquire vaccination, I'm not playing your venue. Yeah, you know, and I, I he's, he's my hero. That's why he's the <laughs> oh, guy yeah. I started playing guitar. And like, and he's been do- talking about this for a while. He's an anti-vaxxer. And it's like, Eric, just, but dude. If your two-year-old fell out of a 54th-story window, wouldn't you be affected by that forever? I'm sure it has. God. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is. A, he's had oh. a, he, the cat of nine lives. I mean, he yeah. should have been oh, yeah. dead. He should have been, you're right. About the time I met him, and we can tell that story sometime. What was the kid? The kid was like two, three, four years old. I, I think know he was four. His name was yeah. Connor. Connor, Connor right. yep. yeah. That's right. right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, where Tears in Heaven came from. Right. Yep. Exactly. We'll be back, kick things off with Mick Sterling, special guest. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll be right back with Bernie. <laughs> oh, God. What do you think? Uh, well, you're, oh, you're, re- well, you you're going to re- introduce me? You're leaning back. Well, I was waiting for the introduction. Here's God. That, here's that beat off Doug's <laughs> <laughs> Worst commercials ever. We've been talking about this ad nauseum this week, but the reason is, is that we do have a lot of opportunities for people that might be interested in selling cars for us at uh, numerous walls or locations around the Twin Cities. Unlike most automotive sales positions, we do train people. It's about three months long, actually, and it is a salaried position, so it's not the old-style commission, eat-what-you-kill kind of thing. Uh, we stopped negotiating car deals 20 God, it's been 22 years, I think. 99. Really? Yeah, everybody said Andrew Walzer was crazy. Andrew was the one that started that. Yeah. He goes, this right. will never work. This is terrible. Worst thing in the world. You guys are awful. Um, turns out Andrew was right, and everybody else is wrong because now they're all copying us. So if you want some more information, go to walzer.com. You can hit career in the careers in the drop down. There's applications and stuff in there. Or if you just want to talk or chat, or I can connect you with the appropriate people. As always, you can email me directly at doug at walzer.com. What do you think was a bigger deal, than one price purchase of vehicles, yeah. or hiring me? Which one was better? I, I you know, <laughs> we'll kid about no that, pressure. but I think they're they're equally important. Oh, oh nice no, try. I'm serious. That's I, the first time he's ever been nice to me. Oh, it bullshit! I'm glad I was here to see it. I think that <laughs> exactly. If it wasn't for the non-negotiation deal i don't think he'd be in the car business anymore i was tired of it you know fist fighting customers on oh, yeah. prices it, yeah. it, it does it's hard on customers it's hard on employees too it's just all day long you feel like you've just been fighting with people um but the number of faithful kq listeners that come into our store every day or apply for jobs it's just constant and you know when i when i started broadcast when i had them shorten my email address because nobody in the world can spell sprintthal um, to Doug at Walzer, I'm like, God, is this going to work? The guy I got the idea from was, you know, Mike Fratelloni yeah, owns sure. all the hardware, hardware stores. stores yeah. He used to go on the radio and goes, get a super deal on snowmobile, uh, snowblowers. Here's my cell phone number. I'm like, it's kind of ballsy. I'm going to try that. Every once in a while, I get somebody that's pissed off, but it's usually because we did something wrong. And oh, okay. I can straighten that stuff out, but it's, uh, it's worked really well. And that is because of you, Thomas. Remember Marlon Brando, what he did when that would happen to him? No. Somebody call him, be pissed off, and go, Oh, Marlon, not home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay yeah, that's funny. You said it like this. I can't do it. <laughs> no, I home, can't. no. Yeah, there you go. Marlon's not home. Marlon's not home. Can you, can you imagine? It's not bad. <laughs> one of the greatest actors of all time. Could we talk like that? <laughs> what? All right, we'll be, uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Thanks, Andy. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are 
You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole or waiting too long to replace that car battery. But number one on the list is taking a chance on your furnace. Hey, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, reminding you that a furnace clean and tune will improve efficiency, reliability, and peace of mind. Or maybe it's time to take advantage of Sabre's rebates and upgrade to an energy-efficient Bryant system. Don't take chances on your comfort. Visit SabreHeating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Honest to God, my own son. I finished him the commercial at the very end. He goes, I don't even understand what he's talking about. It's <laughs> not about the commercial. Oh, it was about something else. It's something about a mansion in Lane- Lanesboro. Oh, Lanesboro, Minnesota. So we're just talking about houses, and we don't want to talk about personal issues. We want to talk about this house. So, Catherine and I go down to ride bikes down in Lanesboro. Great place. You've never been there. It's phenomenal. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. The, the scenery. I now mean, that's you, in the southeastern part of the yep, state, right? Very like tip. It's Iowa, south Wisconsin, of, oh, and Lanesboro. Okay, so basically. it's south of Rochester. Yes. Southeast of Rochester. Yeah, about probably 20 miles, 25 miles, okay. something like that. So we're down in Lanesboro, and we're walking around, and I walk past this Victorian mansion. This place is stunningly beautiful. So I'm looking at it. It's got all these, you know, it's not about an acre of land. Uh-huh. It's got all these street lights. You know those three globe street lights? Yep. Remember those? Yeah. There are a bunch of those around it. The place is just stunning. So I, I and I go, is that a for sale sign? There's a for sale sign in front of it. So I'm like, I got to look this up. Man. Yeah. I got to look it up. I looked it up. 11,500 square feet. Oh, my God. Nine bathrooms, eight bedrooms. She's on the market. You can pick it up today for... Seven fifty. Wow. What? Oh there was a house. In, there was a house wow. in Red Wing like that. Remember? Seven <laughs> fifty. I, I, I showed it to you a couple of years ago. It was in Red Wing. And wow. Yeah, I remember. Big that. marble staircase. Yep. And it might have been seven thousand or eight thousand square yeah. feet, but that was under a million. I'm like, oh man. I couldn't believe this place is stunningly. I mean, wow. it's as big as this building for Christ. Well, I have a feeling it's that cheap because it's totally like everything needs to be replaced. Every window in nope. the place. Nope. Andy, don't get into real estate. It's in great shape. It really is. I, mm. It's just Lanesboro. That was Amityville Realty, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Amityville yeah, 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 yeah. Horror. Hey, you could, you could turn it into know. Pachyderm, I mean, too. Let's let's go broke and we'll build a recording studio. Even an hour outside of the city, things are massively inflated. So they are, There's yeah. got to be something wrong with the place. No, I'm telling you, I saw it. There's nothing wrong with it. Wow. It, it, what's a bed and bra- uh, B&B right now? Bed oh, and breakfast wow. right now. Which uh, I was trying to talk to you. I was like, Come on, let's just buy it. What do you say? <laughs> we'll put it on a hundred-year mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> handy man like yourself would give you some oh, yeah. weekends. Absolutely, no question. <laughs> no, that that house here would be eight to ten million dollars. Oh, easily, yeah. easily, yeah. easily. Yeah. Eleven thousand square feet. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah, oh, God. One could own. What would you? There's even actually, and it was built this way. You could just tell because it wasn't just an add-on or whatever. There's actually a skyway to get from one part of the building to the other. That's how big wow. this house is. Wow. i got to believe it. And the taxes are nothing. Really? Who yeah. was the land baron that I mean that uh, bought, that it, had that house back in the in, in that part of the state? What did they do? Andy, would you look at would you look? They up? must have they must have owned like a paper mill or some Something. kind of gigantic thing. I thought about a lot of day. lumber people would be there, but they're not. Yeah. There were not a lot of lumber people. Well, you close town. enough to Rochester? It could have been some big shop from the uh, the doctor. Oh, yeah, could have been a doctor yeah. over there. Andy, it's I think it's seven oh five. Seven oh eight Parkway Avenue. Yep, that's the one. There it is. So yeah, eight bed, nine bath, eleven point five thousand, seven eighty five. Well, seventy five. Oh, I went up there. Wow. Well, um, hurry before the price goes up. <laughs> Call the talk and text line at five six one two two eight forty sixty one and get your bid on the Lanesboro Mansion. What was the question on it again, Andy? Where I was going to ask you a question. Taxes. Well, oh, the taxes on it. Uh, probably very little. Considering yeah. how cheap it is, they're not much. Wow. They're, I mean, I think if I remember correctly, around like twelve, fifteen grand a year, something like that. Oh yeah, uh, okay, let's I see. got that in my back pocket. <clears throat> yeah, well, no problem. Well, compared to my friend who sold his house out in Wyzetta, sold his house because his property taxes went up to a thousand dollars a day. Three hundred sixty-five grand a year. Oh my god! <laughs> property taxes five fifty-four a month. 
So about six, six grand. grand. Yeah. Oh my God, God, that's about what I'm paying. We got to move to Lane for Andy. Bandhouse. Bandhouse. I'm looking inside. It looks like if you took every grandma in the world and concentrated them into the form of one house. It's literally like endless rooms filled with tchotchkes and knickknacks yeah. and ancient furniture. Lot, lot of and $5 bills for cards. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it would probably take I get two. That's how several I years just to get the crap out of the house. No, it would be fine. So what uh, What was our question again? The the um... I don't know. We're talking oh, about taxes. Yeah, we're talking about taxes. There was, the taxes. Year there was one other question we crazy. had about it, though. I can't remember what it was. I don't know, but you, you saw the inside. Yeah, it is. It is because it's a bed and breakfast. They stacked it with all of that stuff you're talking yeah. about. So, oh, I, the name of it. That's what I was going to Was it? It's the Shanelin House or something like that? Uh, it actually hasn't. It, it, what, you know, what Mick asked, there, there, it is named after the guy who built it. Actually, it's named the Lanesboro Nuclear Testing Facility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you could live there now. It's the <clears throat> Shanelin House or the Shanelin House, something like that. But, yeah, I, I asked down there, and a lot of it had to do with uh, – well, first of all, you can see 100 miles in any direction. The, wow. the, oh, the land is just spectacularly mm-hmm. beautiful. It's right on the Root River there. By the way, the Root River on Saturday morning. We get down there, and there's, you know, there's rivers. Oh, God, look at that beautiful river. We get up Saturday morning, go for a bike ride. I look in the river. There are about 10,000 people on tubes out the river. <laughs> Holy crap. There were hundreds and hundreds of people on tubes out there. Just having a ball. And the people could not have been nicer. Wow. Wonderful, friendly people. That sounds amazing. I couldn't believe it. I, I'm telling you, man, if the four of us put together a little dough and bought the house, and then... Considering I'm <laughs> buying a house in three weeks, not a whole lot of money to go around. Right? <laughs> not, it's not time for you right now. So, Mick, you and I talked a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Did, did, do you, did you record a commercial? No. No, I didn't. I, I sent it to you, but we're yeah, going to do it today. Did. Yeah, I wasn't sure what you we'll thought about what I sent you, but... No, no, it's know? great. Yeah. I, I got it here, and we'll, we'll, yeah. uh, we can cut that between shows if you oh, want cool. to do that. Sure, that's uh, fine. It's the Scanlon house. Scanlon, there Scanlon. you go. Scanlon. Okay. I wonder which can Not Tommy Scanlon. He's still around. Or do you guys he... know Tommy Scanlon? I know that name. Why do I know that Irish name? guy, Turf Club, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. That, I don't right. know him. I don't know yet. He tells me a story. Because he's, he's still got his Irish accent. He's still Tommy like Scanlon, this. the Irish guy. The like, Irish. He'd be French. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he goes, Tom, i got to tell you a story. I was, I was a younger man, and uh, we had a neighbor that uh, my mother didn't get along with too well. We didn't, uh, we didn't care for him. So I got a bunch of friends together. I said, look, my mother, I can't take him anymore. Let's kill him. I said, okay. <laughs> so, okay, so we had this plan. We're going to kill the guy. And then we find out, like, two days later that he died. So they came to me and said, Tommy, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. He died. He goes, well, let's dig him up and kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, by the way, is a great guy. He would never harm us souls. I don't get the wrong impression of Tommy. He's a great guy. Listen, take him up and kill him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Pally. So what are you advertising? What's your what's the new deal? Well, this is what I love about this thing is that it it, it stemmed from such an organic and stupid place. It was my friend Max and I, Max Krauth, who was a guitar player in a lot of my shows and he's just a great guy and has been a dear friend. And uh, we're talking on the phone. We're just trying to we're just being sarcastic with each other, trying to outdo each other in cleverness. And we could do about three or four rounds of these things going back and forth. And I went, you know, I think we might have something here. And through the conversation, I said, you know, we should do, we should call these things harshables, these little right. clip, you know, quips of ours. And they could be greeting cards. And so from there, we just kind of, had this idea to find stock footage, mm-hmm. you know, images, and then have that on the cover and then open it up. And then whatever these things that we came up with were the inside of the card. Very simple. And, and you know, the tag was, you know, harshables.com. Funny to you. <laughs> well. It's not funny to everybody. Right. And then the other tag would be is get it for someone who gets it. Because everybody has that person in their life, whether it's a family member or a friend, they can just go back and forth with. 
they they know they're not going to be offended. They know they're not going to be hurt because that's what you do. That's that's right, your friendship. Right. You can take it. So let me see you if I get this it, straight. Man. In the height of the Me Too era, you're going to launch nasty greeting card companies. Well, they're not. They're it's not perfect. nasty. They're they're harshable. <laughs> <laughs> they're harshables. Yes, there you go. So I just you know, and so we just so we we've made about forty of these cards, and I brought. A few of them, if you guys want to take a yes. look at them. Yeah, that's but great. they're just they're they're very, you know, they're very simple. I haven't seen cards like this, um, and they're just they're meant to be funny. You know, they're meant to be sarcastic. They're meant to be funny. <laughs> Two guys talking on no top worries. of a Volkswagen microbus, and one says to the other, "I'm curious. Have you ever wondered how it might feel to tell an interesting story?" <laughs> See, now that's keeping that car. one. Um, I'll try another one. Oh Young, lovely God. couple dancing. Remind me to tell you what a disappointment you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, these are great. <laughs> who who wrote these? Uh, Max and I. Oh, you know. So, oh, yeah. Tom, turn your ringer off. It happened yesterday too. I know. Mm. I don't know why people keep calling me. Just leave me alone. It's Pat. Pat Ebert. Oh, I don't sorry, you guys doing the, the are you guys doing the podcast? Yeah, Pat. Where, well, Bilski did it yesterday. It was Bilski that did the uh, pill. Pilski. God, these are great. They're so they're very. My funny. wife would love these. Well, She's, that, you this know, is right up her when alley. When I when I when I put it out there, there when we did relief sessions, <laughs> you know, people were like handing them off to each other. And, oh, yeah. show, and showing them that oh you got to you got to see this you got to see this because they're just <laughs> they're just meant to be funny yeah and yeah. and and they're meant they're not meant to send as a you know sentimental thing they're meant to be and they do, it doesn't really matter what day it is right it's just i'm thinking of you i think you'll think this is funny you'll get this well and the setup is the photographs are beautiful they're so they beautiful and glossy really yeah. nice. yeah. yeah. it looks like they're, a 10 dollar greeting card very lovely. and you open it up and it gives you the finger this is no, wait brilliant a yeah you, you might want to mention there are a lot of millennials in these pictures this quite right? a few <laughs> yeah yeah okay i want to read four all right the last one I, it's just right up my alley. Yeah, okay. Well, well they all I'm interested in you. Okay, a picture of, uh, we got seven very young people look to be uh, anywhere from 25 to about 40 years old. There's one guy who might be 40, the rest of them in their 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And they're doing the all hands in the campfire, we're all in this together kind of deal. Say it with me, plant her fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. There's a woman sitting upside down in a red chair. Her hair's hanging down. So, in other words, her feet are sticking up over yep. the back of the chair and her head's drooping down the foot of the chair. And it says, no wonder he left. <laughs> we're, we're coming. Oh, two of the other guys that were in the circle are back on the cover. They're bumping elbows because they're both wearing masks. And it says, don't you miss syphilis? So, oh. And then finally, and I got to tell you something that I saw in a clip yesterday was phenomenal. It goes along these that it would never be acceptable today, but the uh, whereas these are okay. Redhead guy with a beard and his beautiful girlfriend or wife or whomever it is is giving him a hug and she got a big smile on her face. She has her chin on his right shoulder as she's looking over his shoulder, and it says. I fucking hate you so bad right now. <laughs> that is as it's good just, as it gets. You know, we just, what Max and I were trying to do with this thing is just, we think that there is, I mean, I know it. It's like Max and I, we can, we can go back and forth. And there's yes. hundreds of thousands, millions of people that have that relationship yeah. where you can, you can be funny with them and you can be sarcastic and you can be, these things aren't mean. They're just right. they're just sarcastic and and sassy and kind of right. funny, but but right. it'll be funny to the person you give it to, mm -hmm. or the person you know you get it from. You'll think it's funny. Well, you inspired me a couple of weeks ago when I talked to you about this yeah. for the first time. I was thinking about: Are we ever going to get back to a point where it's okay for me to laugh at something you said to me, even though you'd consider it an insult? I f it's funny to me. Yeah, you know, Jesus, yeah. and a perfect example. Just yesterday, I saw an old clip of the uh, Get Smart TV show. Yes. Oh with God. Don Adams, so right? Great. And the guest star that week was Don Rickles. <laughs> and they ended up cutting this line up, but it was originally, he said it on the show, but they cut it out before it aired. 
So Don Adams walking along. <laughs> Here comes Don Rickles walking through the door, and Don Adams says, Oh, look, a Jew midget. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, there's no way you're getting away no with way. that these days. No way. And, and no way. Rickles, you couldn't say either one. A Jew orbit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Rickles but, almost passed out. He was laughing. Oh, my God. He, he was hilarious. Well, you know, what I thought was, was interesting when, when, we, when we did test this out with people just at a couple of my festivals is how I thought only guys like me or Max would think it's funny. No, but but both funny. men and women thought it was really funny. They had their friends that they all. Oh, I got to get this for this person. I got to get yep. this for my brother. No, my He'll wife dig this. My wife you know? would totally love this. Yeah. She works at the Catholic, Catholic Church, too. and she occasionally will tell priests, "This is the estrogen wing. Get out of here!" Right, and then right. they look at her and go, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. So I mean, I, I love that it just came from such an innocent, uh, organic, from a phone call. It just kind yeah. of stemmed from that, and Max is very savvy, and he put together the website and and does the artwork on all the cards, and then him and I, from time to time, we'll just start. Well, let's let's write some more, and and we're offering people if people have their own harshables.com card that they want to submit, you know, if it's good, we'll make a card of it, and it'll be available. It's like all these cards that you saw are available right now at harshables.com. And they're only six bucks, so well, it's a you know it's a pretty easy price point for people. But it, it's we just think we think it's really funny, and I just think it's it it's time to have some humor, and I think this is a way to is. do it because you're you're directing it to somebody who actually will get it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to offend somebody. You you you're going you, you're not going to offend anybody because you're you're getting it for the person that you know right. will get, we'll get this. It. They'll my, think it's funny. My mom and I for years had a competition. This went on, God, twenty years to send each other the sappiest cards <laughs> oh, on, God, for birthdays and so Mother's much. Day and stuff. You know, the the bigger the flower pop outs I could get, and she just like this sucks. This is terrible. She got it. It was fun. One of the greatest cards I ever saw was my sister Peggy. When I was, it was like 1970, and it was Father's Day, and she did not get my dad a card, and she drove, you know, rode her bike down to Snyder's, and she came back, and uh, and gave and gave dad a card, and and it was it was of an African American father, you know, to my dad, and he just thought it was one of the funniest things. Exactly. He he just thought this is the greatest card I've ever gotten. Way to spend a lot of time. I I was right. I got a text from Sarah. She's listening at work. Oh yes, me likey lots. Me likey. (laughs) Me likey lots. (laughs) Me likey. There you go. No, but it's a. I think we need. You know, forget this cancel culture deal. And oh my God, I'm so hurt by this. And it's gotten so bad that Sherry Shepard or whatever she's on the View or the Talk or some language or right. She actually said she could never watch Friends, but because it just it, it, there was nothing about her in there. She was on Friends. Mm. That's what I thought. She was she was on a but couple of the episodes of Friends. Really? Un, was she, no, she wasn't. No, who was the one that was dating? God, I can't remember the David Schwimmer, because he dated a black woman on yeah. that show. Oh, but I can't remember who she was. Well, but was she, she dated? She, I know. I know that there, there was. Aisha, she was Aisha. Yeah, some, Aisha she Tyler. was in the show. Taylor. Aisha, yeah. Tyler. Aisha Tyler or Taylor? Is it Taylor or Tyler? It's Tyler. It, it is, is Tyler. It is Tyler. You're right. Yeah, Aisha Tyler. She, wow, going. What a beautiful woman. But yeah, she said she would. She just never fit in, and she never liked it, and it was just terrible because it was too white. Yeah. So I said, you know, I felt the same way when I was watching Sanford and Son. You know, yeah. there was just nobody liked me on Sanford. You was Jeremy. You got. Flip Wilson, you got uh, Fred Sanford, you got Lamont, you got uh, Bill Cosby, you got... What the hell? Yeah. I don't care what your skin color is. If you're funny, entertaining, you can sing, whatever the hell you can do. Yeah. I don't care. Why does anybody care as much as they claim they care? I hope not. I yeah. hope it's an act. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Max and I really try to... Our intent is to not... We're not we don't want to be mean with these. There's no, there's no, there's no fun of being mean. Right. But I, but I think that I think these are sarcastic enough and sassy enough and and so offbeat because of the image that you see it for you don't expect that and that that surprise is just a really fun surprise for people that that you know will get it remember you know this had to be 30 years ago i was watching 60 minutes and they did a short five minute segment about hallmark greeting cards (laughs) And they had to separate the comedy writing team 
from the bereavement writing team. <laughs> because you'd walk into the funeral card section and everybody's just like really depressed and down. And then you go in the other place, they're whipping faces at each other and flipping everybody off. And well, I love and I love the name too, Harshables. It's not even yeah, a it's word. Good. It's not. It's you know, not a but real you word. can't mispronounce it. It, it. There's only one way to say it, and I just think it's a funny word, Harshables. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of playful. I, I yeah. agree. Like I said, it, it. I want that to come back. My yeah. friends and I, when I was growing up in North Minneapolis, we never said a nice thing to one another. No, the well, it was the inner city that started the dozens, right? That's kind of what it the is. Dozens. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Uh, I, I just, we, you know, hey, douchebag, how you doing? I mean, that's just how it was, right? Right. right. Oh, I'm offended you would call me. No, it was funny. Relax. Yeah. You know. But, you know, people know what to say and where, where to say it. Yeah, right, right. And, and this, right. this is the card that you, it's a safe bet. You're only sending it to this person that right. you know is going to dig it. You know, that you know is going to get it and will probably send one back to you and it becomes mm -hmm. this thing that you have between the two of you or your you, you know might as well schedule your ipo my wife's gonna buy so many of these things you can you'll be able to go public by january well, it's just ridiculous it's so it's so it, it, the, the font is endless you know it can yeah. you could just do these as many as you want because well it's really so having, having people send in ideas oh isn't that I mean, fun that's the Max's ultimate idea. Yeah. low effort high reward right. deal right you get credit this <laughs> right. is your you know and and you would you would get credit yeah this harshable was written by blah blah hl menken yeah yes hl menken yeah he's a straight ahead guy no <laughs> doubt about that you know andy's heard this a million times doug you probably heard it too about the the guy that Rickles was interviewing on the Tonight Show guy weighed about 500 pounds. I don't know. I don't remember. Andy's heard. So sorry, Andy, but I got to tell us because this is exactly what we're talking about. It was hilarious. The guy he said it to thought it was hilarious. This is on national television. Yeah. Don Rickles out in the Johnny Carson audience doing Stump the Band. And he goes over to this guy and he goes, Stand up, sir. And the guy stands up. He's about 6'5, weighs about 500 pounds. Huge guy, right? And Rickles just goes, Oh. He's going like that, right? He goes, what's your name, sir? He goes, my name's Tiny. Tiny, <laughs> Tiny, huh? What's your wife, a waffle? Oh, my <laughs> no, God. No, that's funny. <laughs> Seriously. It was not an insult. But I can imagine a guy that big having sex with a woman. Like, wow. Holy shit. I have something, Jermaine, that sadly is sad. Uh, Scott Hansen, who we all know, posted this on Facebook. Couple of days ago, I, yeah, days the, the photo of he doesn't have guys? he doesn't have a he doesn't have much time left. Oh, in, they want to put him in hospice. So they're thinking five oh. or six weeks. So sorry to bring everybody down. Well, I don't. He's got a variety of health issues. He didn't detail them. I was like Scott. Yeah, no, was a great kid. Well, good. No, I'm in a great mood the rest I'm of the day. I'm sorry, good, but you know, don't worry about my feeling. You know, I never do. Well, I already went through a situation. Andy, they took that. Remember that that email I got from so and so yesterday, and they printed it in the newspaper, mm -hmm. cut up part of it. It's gone now. So I don't know if he mm. had him to get up. I won't say who it is. I did on the podcast because it was in the newspaper, but now it's not in the newspaper anymore. Maybe, I don't know. But a very close friend of mine, that guy used to be on this show, was, just had a stroke. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. And he, 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 I, I, I've been texting back and forth. I haven't called him because he can't put two words together right now. So just, it's wow. right brain then, right? It's his fourth stroke. Oh, jeez. You know, he's uh, 73, I think uh, he said he is. But this guy was my, when, when, when the KQ Morning Show took off and got so huge, I was terrified. I didn't like, what am I going to do now? You know, we get to a 30 share. What the hell am I supposed to do now, right? He would take me on top of this building at which he worked, and we'd sit up there on the roof and smoke a cigar, and he'd go, here's what you need to do. I mean, this guy is my hero. Wow. He, he, he you know, he's four or five years older than I am, and he... He just said, no, you got it. Don't worry about it. It's a great show. You're doing a great job. Just here's what you do. do, do, do. And I did everything he told me to do. Worked like a charm. So you'll find out fairly. So I don't, you know, if anybody knows if it's a public story, I can identify the person, but I don't. Yeah, it looks like they retracted the, uh, that part of the they story. Did. They took it out of the story. That's interesting. Well, so maybe he doesn't want. Uh, it might be. He doesn't want anybody to know, but, but it's already out because it was already in the newspaper. Let's take a break and come back with more depressing Holy stories. Holy God, that 23 <laughs> minutes flew by. That's no, not depressing. It's, it's a love no, of I another human that. being. You're I right. thought the world, I think the world of both of these guys. And that makes me very, very sad. So, you wow. know, what are you going to do? We'll be Good job, Doug. Yeah, Doug, way to go, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody's going to drive you this. You taskmaster, you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
You know, maybe we should cut the commercial while we do the show. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Whatever you want to do. On the show, we'll cut the... Doug, Doug produces enough of them. He can handle it. Yep. Andy records enough of them so he can handle it. Do you care, Andy? Sure. We just cut it during the show. I think it'd be kind of fun to do it. it that way. We'll be right back to cut a commercial. It's going to be fantastic <laughs> right back. There's a unique bond you and you alone have with a family member or a friend that is distinctly your own. A language and humor that defines the two of you that no one else in your life has. The person you know that understands your kind of humor. The creators of Harshables.com know that bond because they have that bond. Harshables are greeting cards for messages that are funny to you. When you need to send a message of sarcasm and humor in a way only you and your friend will truly get... Harshables is the greeting card you've been waiting for. Get it for someone who gets it. Harshables. They may not be funny to everyone, but they're really funny to you. And in the end, isn't that all that really matters? Each card is only $6. See the entire catalog of cards now at www.harshables.com. There. Perfect. Perfect. That sounded great. Would you like to take? Thank you. All My right. pleasure. Cool. All My right. pleasure. I'll go into the ad break now. And we're going to play that you into the ad break. You know what you got to do? Is it a 60? No, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I was just going to say you could read one. It's a whatever I didn't know if you, you wanted. wanted. Well, I could, do you want me to read one? Uh, do you, if you want to read one. Sure. I'm I'll trying to think of which one would be a eight seconds palatable. We need, we need a, well, it's all right. It's a podcast. You can go tell people to fuck themselves. If you want. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Someone's here. Oh, so is Peter? Peter's oh, Peter's probably here. probably here, yeah. He probably is. Yeah, Come on in, lad! Oh, for Christ. Why <laughs> don't you look any older, for Christ's sake? Because <laughs> he's Batman. No, I've got gray hairs. Oh, well, you don't look any older than the yeah, last that's a good one. 40 goddamn years ago. I've never liked you. You can sit there, there or here. You, you get the pick. We're doing a very informal show today. Okay, okay you ready? Good. You ready for the, this, Andy? This part, then you can... Oh, yeah. Then you can just add it on, okay? Uh, yeah, let me just turn everyone's mic off, yep. Okay, here we go. Two guys, one arm on the other guy's shoulder, sitting on top of a red VW van. I'm curious, have you ever wondered how it might feel to tell an interesting story? Harshables.com. That was almost exactly eight, so there you go. Now it's a 60 and you can... Yeah, baby! There you go. (laughs) You got to see these cards. All right, I'll go into the commercial. Oh, you've seen them? Fantastic. Go to the commercial break now. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Hey, it's Tom again for my good friends at Profile. 
You've heard me talk about the terrific experience I've had working with my profile health coach, Danette, Dan Kelly. It's not just because I've lost weight and kept it off. It's because there's so much more to losing weight than simply stepping on a scale. Profile makes sure I'm in it for the long haul. It's about getting to your goal and staying there. That's why Profile provides members like me so many great tools to keep it off like monthly health seminars, 3D body scans, an exercise app, a terrific podcast, cookbooks, and so much more. Matter of fact, I'm going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Can't say enough about Profile. It's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. Profile has six metro locations, as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Make today the day you call them or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. I had fun cutting a commercial. That was fantastic. People always like the uh, behind-the-scenes things going on. So they heard it? What did they think? People like that kind of thing. I thought, it's a, Tom sucks. It's a look behind be... the curtain. <laughs> yeah, they did a look behind the curtain on the morning show a couple of Thursdays ago. Did they? <laughs> oh. Yeah, yes, we, they oh, that's did. Right. Oh, you tell Pat Ebert's that's in right, here. Yeah. We have to record a Nissan commercial, yeah. and they kept the feed live going out, and it's, it's like, it's oh a my good God. thing yeah. we didn't talk about what we normally do. Mm. Oh, 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 yeah. You know, that son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Shelly Wilkes is terrible. Yeah, well, I do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always uh, kill every mic whenever we <laughs> yeah. don't want to be you on. You just unplug the just entire building. It's a microphone dictator. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot believe the talent just oozing out of this room now. Uh, you got Doug Sprinthal. Uh, you got Mick Sterling. <laughs> you got Andy. And you got... Peter Bourne, it's Mr. Right. Janitor. Oh, and by wow. the way, people actually think you were the janitor. I know. <laughs> I know. There's so much lore on that. Yeah, we, I was there at Grunce's pool party. And I, no, oh, I that's right. That's where, that was, that's that's where right. the name came from. The janitors the played apparently at this ominous or this uh, eventful pool party that basically tanked, tanked the whole campaign for Grunset. And, and but we came on. Oh and we, wow! Really? And the oh, new, yeah. The new janitors came about because it's like it's almost spinal tap. Well, we became the lovely lads. Then the new, the new, <laughs> the new <laughs> stand came up with the janitors, so we went back to the. So, but no, we had a we had a wonderful career as the new janitors for KQ. Was I was at the God, you remember the Catfish Saloon next to the Afton House. Yeah, yeah. I was there two nights after his campaign fell apart, and he was in the corner, and he looked like he was going to oh, shoot so himself. <laughs> Wasn't it like whipping out a ditty or something? No, he was going after his daughter's kids or something. There was a like, little bit of swimming pool party pun. I went fourteen year olds inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Unless you're Jerry Lee Lewis, and then it's apparently okay. <laughs> Lady. Not Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis, <laughs> oh, married oh, his cousin. That, that one. Oh yeah. Sorry. Jesus, Peter. <laughs> are we? Are we on? T- is this on too? No, not, okay. not anymore. No. So good. I no. can let my hair down. Uh, actually, what the hell is the name of that shithole again? What? Uh, that website. Oh. Oh, oh YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Girl. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Harshables. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh well. Yikes. This is a very hot and cold show. I tell yeah. you what. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Things can no, turn they, in a minute here at the they got Laugh Lounge. They kicked us off of YouTube yeah. for some reason. Whatever. Yes, they did. Well, I'm, Whatever. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. This is good to be here. No, I fought it. It was Doug's idea. I know. <laughs> He's pushing it all, all the way. I got too many stories on Tom. That's now, what we're going to talk about all the boating stuff and car selling secrets, but it's interesting to know that this big boat that Peter and his wife brought back from the dead oh, yeah, 60 right. foot long yeah. cruiser, <clears throat> somebody else in this room just got married on it about a month ago. That's I don't, right. We didn't receive Somebody. invitations. Yes. For Wait a minute. Just... Let me look through those uh, cards again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hold that up again. We interviewed Bobby Rush last Thursday. I saw that. It was oh, great. Oh, Bobby Rush. Saw him at the God, Florida. was he phenomenal. Yeah, I bet. Amazing. Let amazing. me tell you story. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And, and we, we, we had the, the what, what's it called? Geo, Geo traced him. We yeah. traced him back to Monroe, Louisiana. You did. Wow. But I said, er, uh, er, uh, I was talking to the guy, and er, uh, er, uh. I was like, man, only people from Monroe, Louisiana say, er, uh, er, uh. So here's my favorite Bobby Rush story that he told, and you guys are big. So talent. he's a kid. He's like 15, and he's putting 
crap on his face so he looks older. He's taking matches and burning them out. And he's going to audition <laughs> for these two white guys that run this club. And the guy auditioning in front of him is a guitar player you might have heard of before named Elmore James. <laughs> so he gets up there and plays, and they're like, oh, thanks, Elmore. Yeah, you're gonna be, we'll get back to you. And he walks out of there, and they start going, that big dumb end's never going to play this effing club and blah, blah, blah. And, and Bobby rushes in the corner. Sitting right there. And he's like, what do you do, kid? And he goes, uh, you know, I wanted a gig. So I said, you know, I do a little singing and a little dancing. And, well, show us what you got. So he gets up there, and he does the ham bone, obviously pandering to him. He gets the gig. And guess what he does? What? Hires Elmore. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Elmore. Dan. No, we don't need him. Yeah. Honest to God. That, but uh, <coughs> looking back now, you know, that, by the way, I get, whether you want to or not, Mick, now I consider you to be my youngest brother. Because uh -huh. you took Troy's place. You yes, know? yes. You just, you know, if that works thank for you. you. Thank you, I'll take it. Every time I see you now, I think of Troy. That's yeah. all I do, I think of him. So now you're my brother. Well, thank you. That's very <laughs> kind of you. I don't know if you know that Troy, or not, Peter, Troy is a lovely man. Yeah. He was a lovely, lovely man. He was a very funny Yes, he was. Man. I told you a story about playing golf and a beautiful cart woman. Did I ever tell you that one? No. Oh, Christ. Troy and I are <laughs> out playing golf. And this beautiful, he's about 30 so I'm at the time I'm 45, whatever. We're playing golf in this beautiful cart woman. I was driving a beer cart. She's just stunningly, just gorgeous woman, and she comes by like every two holes. And now you knew Troy as well, right? I did. What yeah, a great yeah. sense of humor, the guy. He had a f very funny guy. Phenomenal. So she keeps coming back like every two holes. And I said, Troy, I think that uh, that young lady's kind of hot on you. He goes, No, no, she's not. So we're on the 16th hole, and here she comes again, right? And she comes up, she goes, uh, Troy, um, I don't want to be too forward or anything like that, but uh, maybe you and I could go grab dinner sometime. And he goes, are you asking me out? And she goes, I guess I am. And he goes, yeah, get in line, sister. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then he goes, I'm only kidding. I'd love to go to wow. dinner. <laughs> get in line, sister. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, so every time I see you, it makes me happy. Well, it's that's kind of very like kind of you to say. Thank you. Nah, Thank true. you. He thought the world of you. And I didn't even know you guys even knew one another until the, the Yeah, we, our paths would cross months. off and on throughout the years, and then mostly at Crooners. Yeah. Um, the oh, last yeah. time he was there and stuff. But, yeah, we were, I played there. I performed there quite a bit, so it was, it was always good to see him. No doubt about it. Yep. So there's a lot of happiness in this room. Oh, yes. Doug's here to drag things down. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's not have too much fun. <laughs> no fun of any kind. So, Peter, what the hell? 60-foot boat. Now, yeah. that's for car selling secrets. You're going to have to wait. Oh, never mind. Okay, I don't talk about story. that. No, I just was going to ask him if he was like one of the clampets now or something. All of a sudden, the, the, the oil well came up. Ding, 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 All of a sudden, oh, Jed Clampett over here has got a 60-foot yacht. Oh, this is, there's a story behind it I'm going to happy to share. <laughs> yeah, yes. Doug, well, but it's an amazing story. But, Next hour. But I tell you what. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where my radio days, my music, um, and then eventually in, got into, dabbled in some custom car work and that kind of thing. That all brought me to this point, you know. And so by using all those things, I'm, I've just been had a, I've been really blessed to, right, to have right. this to have this working for us. You know, this is 2021. You should not be grateful for anything. Don't you realize that? <laughs> how Everybody dare you? How, how dare you oh, be dare happy? You. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you do now, oh, that sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Life is wonderful. I've been. Yeah, we've had we've had our good run and and just meeting lots of great people in the process and and, and yeah. reconnecting with people yeah. too. Sharing that uh, story. It's going to be fun to, to share out full mm -hmm. full blown here. But but yeah, uh, from the new janitor days. Uh, you know, Mick and I were always uh, crossing paths. He was gigging, uh, we were gigging, uh, and uh, and you know, it's fun to to reconnect with uh, with Mick as well. About a year and a half, two years ago, we got together and kind of really nailed it down to uh, reconnect, and and it's been a great thing. It's been terrific. Yeah, really great. Did you come out to Vegas that year when we did the the? I think it was the final year at. The Aladdin, which became became Planet Hollywood. Did you come out those years? Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't at any of the Vegas shows. Yeah, My, I, th I think I got kicked I off you... coming to these after I played the uh, mass matrimonies at the mall, and I was. Oh my and, God! And, and, that's and, right. We all got dragged out there, and I was. I think Tony Lee and I were playing uh, a, a Partridge Family song. I think I love you, and I just got the. Uh, we're done with that song. Moving on. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> 
I mean, we had some we had some really fun times back in the radio days, and then. Yeah. Uh, but no yeah, wow. so yeah, no. Pete Frisch is actually part of our little lineup of things. So what? Uh, yeah, I love Pete. Pete and Francie have have uh, committed a lot of time and effort to help make, make this thing go. And so, we're talking about uh, you know our radio days where we connected. He goes, if you would have told me thirty years ago or twenty years ago, whatever it is, that I'd be sitting here. Schlepping paint and working on this boat project, uh, and but we talk about uh, the, the you know the fun that we had in in, in the in the days of radio. Pete was a one wonderful guy. Oh yeah, the cumulus had to well, screw that. Pete's up. the reason that you and I started doing live yeah, commercials. That's right, because they fired him and then yep. they flew in some regional VP from Atlanta, oh. and the Mar- <laughs> and we went out to lunch. Yeah. Tom and I and Pat Eberts the guy from Cumulus and my friend, the marketing director, and we're just having a kind of quiet little lunch. And all of a sudden, Alan goes, look, here's the deal. We love Tom. Pat's great. We were big Pete fans. You suck. We want to do live commercials or we're done. And the guy who looked astoundingly like um, Mitt Romney Romney, kind of looked at Tom and goes, what do you think? And Tom's like, Fuck yeah, let's go. There we go. And he's here. He says, "Well, I'll have to check with the program director." Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> here we go. You're the VP of Cumulus. You don't have to check with anybody. Uh, so that's actually so how it started that, because of Pete. Yeah. Pete brought that in. Yeah, yeah, great Pete, guy. Another guy with great strength. Obviously, it's things that have happened in his life, but yeah. just one of the most genuine people I've ever met. In my and life. those two work. I mean, I've seen them work on the boat. Multiple, yeah. I mean, they work hard. Yeah, they're doing everything. Yeah, but Mick, if you haven't done it for the first fifty years of your life, you got all that effort That's left right. in your life. It's a lot of stirred up. <laughs> you're phoning it in most of the time. <laughs> you're holding it all in. You know, you can finally let out a little effort. Uh, yeah. Nah, it's it's. Uh, you know, that's one thing about this town that you really got to be careful about who you piss off because everybody knows everybody right. in oh, this yeah. town. It is it's a very small true. network. It's very true, <clears throat> which is a lovely thing in in one way, but. But yeah, I was I was told uh, early on, but I don't know who it was. Just yeah, never burn a bridge. And um, oh no, that's true. And I was able to work with KQ well after my time actually working at the station doing jingles. Mm-hmm. And yeah, actually right. helped Mick and I uh, that's initially how we got together. Um, oh, so, on a jingle. You ready for this? You want to sing it or you want me to well, sing? I it? want to. I like other people sing. <laughs> okay, this is me doing Mick. <laughs> <clears throat> Low warehouse price sales, fast, world-class service, tires plus, dun, dun. God, I remember Tom. That's right. Yeah, Tom Gigax. Tom Gigax, that's absolutely so right. I that's called right. him up. I saw him at, at Bunkers, and you had some friends, Tony Lee and, yeah. and also Andy yeah, Miners. Andy Miners, yep. Said, you know, oh, hey, wait, wait, speaking of which, can yeah. you guys get Tony Lee to do this show? What, I've been Tony working on him for six months. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of busy. So you're not busy. Busy? He's done working at Doing 10 o'clock what? in the morning. <laughs> I'm busy. Busy. All right, Lee, that's uh, it for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got how I got together with Mick uh, back in 92 or 93. Tom Gigax came in and said, you know, can we, uh, I'd like to do a jingle. It was earlier than that. It because, was. Because was, we, we did demos. Oh, that's of right. The, Stud, the first Stud Brothers CD, we did demos. Yeah. I did demos Peter with Peter. Gerton. Yeah. Yeah. We were in the back, that Studio D that had the uh, all the, well, actually, we cut commercials there. Yeah. That's where you yeah. cut commercials. Yeah. And that was an early Tom experience myself you actually did some really cool stuff for us i was doing some demos and you came in and you said yeah i'll i'll, I'll read this for you i was like no, no it's problem. tom bernard and yeah. i was this green kid you know coming out of radio school at brown and and uh but you made me very, feel very welcome and comfortable and then uh when i was doing some other commercials uh, you know you get up on the mic and you do the the the, the soft voice and then oh, yeah, and yeah. then and then of course then there was a uh a fumble of a word and then it was and you went, and I'm like, holy cow. I did that just before you got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. But, uh, yeah, lots of, it was, it was a great time I spent there and getting to know uh, all these people and do jingle work through that. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun, fun experience, and that's how we got together. I'm just hoping that in the future, not just the morning show, but the entire, the, the, I hope somebody writes a book about KQRS someday. And oh, my stuff God, that what actually a book that would be. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. The, the cartwheels done. Uh, you might on, want to take the, a look uh, at your contract yeah. before you. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a contract. I don't work for that company. They're my, we're partners. I don't okay. work for them. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, we we we, we know we've lived through it. <laughs> I would hey, say, really f you. <laughs> I would tell great. people, you know, say you take WKRP in Cincinnati. A little bit of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah, and then multiply that on on itself, and that was what we because you know to me that was. Uh, the real sweet spot of radio. We, I mean, we, we we were running up every little every little yeah. 
tick up the up the up the, the ratings. Yeah, yeah. Like we're off to bunnies. You know. <laughs> oh, we gotta go to bunnies. Gotta go to bunnies and and but it was it was a great time and, and I can't wait to kind of you revisit. Oh, some hey, of you those. were on Highway 100 back then. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say it's a North long Lyle, drive from Northeast North Minneapolis yeah. to bunnies. There's plenty of bars in between there. Oh my <laughs> right God. down the block from here, 917 yeah. North Lilac Drive. That's right. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Peter: yeah. When people yeah. find out that you work there, do they always ask you the question? Oh yeah. yeah. Is he a what's, prick? what's he really like? I know. I've started messing they with people. They ask me that. I say, why would you ask me that? He's an a-hole. We're not even friends. It's all an act. Really? No, he flips the switch. <laughs> That's great. I do find that to be very, very. When hilarious. I answer that question, I answer it's like you know, it's like any family. It's highly dysfunctional. You know, you had you had a, a whole cavalcade of other people as, as part of the morning show, and I said, you know what, you here's what you get. If you're getting somebody who's sounding rather aloof and missing and fumbling papers, that was that was not rehearsed. Right. That was just you get what you get. Yeah. And I yeah. think that was her the magic. I yeah. think every 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 family in America had had the. Uh, the dynamic of that, I thought that was one of the part of the successes. I mean, if you see, you ran the volume control and it was able to turn people up and down. Which and, I should start doing again, uh, believe yeah. me. And, and by the way, wearing a really damn good pair of Zubas most of that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know they're both dead now. No, really? Both of the war, road warriors are dead. Oh, I remember when they came in. Joe just died, what, about six months? That's right. Maybe a year ago now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was, there was an era where we, that's all we wore is our pajama pants to work. <laughs> pajama pants <laughs> coming to work <laughs> Everybody had their <laughs> pajama pants. Oh, man. But, yeah, well, no, just fun stories. I, I can't wait to kind of get a banter about that. One more quick one. Then we, yeah. yeah, then we got to move on. I will on. never forget. Something happened on the air. I said something, and somebody got all hmm. pissed off. So they flew the executive vice president of ABC Disney, and, oh, my God, he's going to come in. So we sat at a table <laughs> like this, and the general manager is just kissing the guy's ass. He's like, could you take me over the wall and, and kind of educate me on how the inside of ABC Disney really works? And could you just suck it up to the guy, right? Take so goes, me over the wall? <clears throat> over the wall. Yeah, it was take me over the wall. Sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Wow. So we're sitting there, and I'm just kind of listening. I'm not saying anything or whatever. And the guy said, uh, so, Tom, uh, we've got to bring you in the conversation now because there are a couple of things that are, are really going to be a problem that you did. And I went, really? Fuck you. <laughs> That's how the whole thing just changed, oh. right on the top. <laughs> and that was kind of the end of the meeting, and he went back to uh, Los Angeles. And, oh, wow. Oh, our generator. Yeah. looked at me like, what's he going to do? Right. Get the hell out of here. But you came in, you had the, the chutzpah. That's well, having great. a 30 share didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think I think we're beating yeah, Seinfeld yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it was you all a, of that. You have a 30 I shut this off. Oh, my God, it's an Italian woman. I, how does that ring if the ringer's off, Andy? I don't think the ringer is off. Yeah, I'm guessing oh, it might it be a setting. <laughs> Don't you leave me alone. Here, there you go. There's a switch. That looked good to there you. Right go. there, uh, shut off. There you go. Nobody ever called. Kelly knows better to call me during the show. Mm. Typical Italian. That's all I have to say. <laughs> now, Kelly Ferrara, she's great. I worked with her a profile for a while, and then we're talking about doing some other stuff together. Married to a St. Paul cop, too, by the way. Hmm. My favorite kind of person. Well, it seems to be working. You you look like you need a couple of cheeseburgers, pal. This, yeah, the shirt's not exactly good. I got down 83. I want to lose another probably... You know who else is on eight, that? 18 pounds. I mean, you don't know the answer to that. It's a rhetorical question. I We went out on the uh, Mimi, the Hubbard deal, a couple nights ago oh, yeah, with sure. J-Lo and his wife. J-Lo's dropped 75 pounds on the same thing you're on. Oh, I didn't know he that. He looks tremendous. He goes, J-Lo? Your buddy? The, yeah. That J-Lo? Yeah. Jesus, Palomino. Big yeah, shot. he's uh, he looks great. He goes, you know, I'm off all my asthma meds. My blood pressure's lower. And, you know, just... Yeah, so, terrific. So I asked his wife. I which said, program are you on? Sex which life which and, profile plan? Okay, profile, right. profile by Sanford. I think you know. I believe T. Denny owns it. And you're down. Uh, you're down. Uh, Eighty-three. Good for you, man. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna go from three. Uh, that was like three sixteen to two fifteen. Oh, wow. that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I asked his wife, Karen, I said, so is sex life better? And she said the weight was never the problem. <laughs> She's a great gal. Tells it like it is. The weight was never a problem. So don't worry about that. No, it, it, it works all right. Basically, it's just doing what they tell you to do. Right. I mean, you know, if you do that, then you're Then you're great at following directions. Love you too. <laughs> what are you, a vice president of Disney now? Or? By the way, I wish Disney'd yeah. stop kissing everyone's ass. They got to stop this. It's like, oh, you know, we got to like, shut up for Christ. Like, I love Disney. We're going to Disney World again in March. They're we go every again. year now. 
Yeah, they're open again. They're up and running. Yeah. We go out every year. When That was the biggest mistake I ever made. It took Catherine to Disney World the first year I met her, and we've been going back every <laughs> year since. And I think the tickets are only like four or 5000 bucks a piece now. So yeah. it's, not it's a value. value. It's well, a real You've got Epcot Center as well. You see it's tagged yes. on there. So yeah, that's right. It's exactly. a twofer. It's Ooh. a twofer. <laughs> okay, I'll close Disney with this. We're walking along all the... You know, the lands at Epcot. Mm-hmm. We're walking through Mexico, and then you go to what, blah, blah, blah. And you're about to go to China, or excuse me, Japan, right? We're about to enter Japan, and it might have been a southern woman in front of us. <laughs> by your accent, I'm just guessing, she might have been from the deep south. And she says to her little kid, well, looky here, we're in Chinese land. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Probably Andy? not yes, the secretary. Andy was it's there when one I... of my first memories of Disney World, actually. <laughs> not the Secretary General of the United Nations, uh, likely. No, wow. no, no. Oh, wow. oh, my God, I'll never forget that as long mm-hmm. as I... And Andy looks at us and they, they, like, okay. Chinese land. Chinese land, yeah. Don't worry about a thing. So, they, now, you two guys met first, Peter and Mick. You met where first? Well, uh, at KQ, at KQ, right at KQ. Yeah, okay. I invited him in to sing on a, on a jingle. To do the jingle. Okay. Right. He just so that's when you that you, you didn't even know him then. No, you didn't like this. I just work, knew though. the legend of the lore. The legend <laughs> of Mick Sterling, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's all I knew. But yeah, really solid individual came in, knocked it out like first or second take, and. And uh, it's taunted him ever since. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> there's a guy, there's a sax player, his name is Goldie, and, and he every time I see him, he sings that song. Tires Plus. God, I wonder whatever. I, I was trying to think, what the hell was it? The, the, because Tom went on, Tom Gigax went on a, a, uh, an eating program. It wasn't about weight, it was about eating more healthy yeah. foods, right? Yeah. Okay. And we're sitting at some kind of an awards dinner or something. We're at the same table. Tom was always a great guy to me. He was a very, very nice guy. Yeah, me too. But he's sitting there and he's got all this, I don't know, what, what's that hippie crap called? All that food that... Oh, tofu or... Yeah, vegetables. Oh, yeah, vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> vegetables. Herbs goes, and spices. What, what's that you're eating? He goes, well, it's the blah, blah, blah plan. And this is how they tell you to construct your dinner. And so he goes... So what's that going to do for you? He goes, well, it's a very, very healthy way to eat. And she goes, you know, it's about 3,500 calories sitting on your plate there. Don't oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Correct. I have friends that go on diets from time to time, and they think that if they eat a salad, they'll be fine with a half a quarter Russian dressing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Blue exactly. cheese on there. Yeah. Cheese that blue cheese cooking, baby. And well, was, I remember <laughs> someone we knew, I, for, I don't remember who it was, but I remember they were trying to lose weight, and they... We're having trouble, and they were like, "I don't understand what's going." On. I added a salad to every meal. <laughs> added, I mean, you're eating more. It's the yeah. magic, yeah. But it's like, you're, it's, it, a lot of people do have this idea that unless like, it's a tapeworm salad, that's yeah, not going to work. This idea well. that if you eat salad, you're just going to like that become healthier. That all sins. Yeah, that yeah. all your sins. Speaking yeah, of tapeworms, away your uh, your bad diet. I ordered a salad. This is way long ago, and I was uh, new, newly dating my, my wife mm-hmm. before you know, we were gone. And uh, we went to the Windows of the World, the top of the IDS. Yeah, we were just talking about that this morning by coincidence. Uh, coincidence it Jesus. is. So the, here comes the salad, and um, it was a Caesar salad. First time, never been impressioned. Uh, I didn't, it was very impressionable. And there, lying in the center salad, is the anchovy. Yeah. Sure. Oh, so it was a God. real one. <laughs> and it was a real one. So I, um, <clears throat> my good man, oh, excuse me. Just uh, want to let you know, there's a worm in my salad. <laughs> and he looked at me. they close? <laughs> it's like you were like Steve Martin and the jerk. Hey, yes. what's with all the old wine? When are we going to have the new stuff? <laughs> what the fresh stuff? <laughs> oh, and I was, yeah, it's like, he was very cool about it. He just says, oh, sir, that would be uh, an anchovy. Okay, oh. can, can you still get rid of it for me? <laughs> yeah, because it's not really disgusting. Yeah, Flick so, it against the window. Yeah, yeah. Was there, we were talking this morning, by coincidence, for the first time ever, we're talking about Windows on the World. world. Yeah. There was a, an elevator went directly to the restaurant, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. straight shot. Yep. The straight shot. We, we had a few uh, Christmas parties there, I recall. Yeah. Um, yep. And I'm, I'm going to reserve some for my next visit. I'll reserve some fun stories from that Christmas party, myself and Jeff Passold. And, uh, Passold. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Statue no, of the Limitations boy. is only, what, seven years on a felony? You should be fine. The oh. Step Brothers did a, did a thing in the, in the windows, and it, the, the plan was that you would be for the 4th of July. 
and you would be the closest to the fireworks right. you could possibly be. Right. The one that they wanted to see was giving. You literally could look right outside windows. So you see all the other fireworks that happened mm-hmm. around the city, but the one that they promoted, the one that was supposed to be the one, was completely blocked by the Wells Fargo building. <laughs> Was that the big and, and ooh people ah, were not it? happy. I think it was called the big ooh That's ah, what it was. Yeah, and yeah, big, we, we, we yeah. played up there, and we got all ready for the thing, and nobody could see anything. Oops, ah. Yeah, the oops, ah. Uh-oh, we got to take a break here. Are you going to stay for a second? Yeah, yeah I'll stay sure. Yeah. I'd love to have We're just going to keep rolling the show. This has been like the quickest hour in the history of the show, man. It's wonderful. It's odd when you get a bunch of verbal musicians in the same room together. That's true. We'll be back with hour two.